0: Support for this podcast is provided by ThatCast Creative. Brand your business and connect with your audience by creating a custom podcast. Learn more at ThatCast.com. Want to advertise on this podcast or one like it and reach a targeted and engaged audience? Go to ThatCast.com to start reaching our audience. The Pacific Northwest Lifestyle Unleashed. It's locals only with CHOP, presented by ThatCast Network. Welcome, Locals Only, back again. I'm Chop, hanging
1: out with you. Hope everybody had uh, a great winter. Oh, wait, it's still feeling like it's winter here in the Pacific Northwest. My God, insane. Um, What we do on the podcast, if this is your first time dialing us up on thatcast.com, I am a Pacific Northwest guy, and I love where we live, and this is a podcast kind of diving into the culture, the lifestyle of the Pacific Northwest. So when I think of Pacific Northwest, I think distilleries. I, you got distillery row in Portland. You've got distilleries all over the, the state and the region, Bend, Oregon, Sisters. Uh, it's just become, everybody knows Portland for the food, the beer, the wine. Now I think distilling has definitely... for and for good reason should be in that conversation now and joining me is nick beasley he's the owner of cascade street distillery and we're gonna get to the bottom of this man nick how are you doing well how about yourself i'm good i'm good i'm I'm doing a lot better now that i looked over and to my right and i see a bunch of bottles (laughs) from um cascade street distillery thank you for bringing those in i really appreciate it of course of course of course So we've got the Cascade potato vodka, North Sister vodka, South Sister gin, Broken Top bourbon whiskey, and Cascade Chipotle pepper flavored vodka. We're going to get to all those, but I want to know what inspired you to become, um, to get into the distilling industry.
2: Yeah, it kind of takes me back to my days at Oregon State University. Uh, you know, I was looking through a lot of the the class books. I think it was the last year they did it before it went all online. And I looked and I was like, Do I want to take you know boring science like 101 again, or do I want to take fermentation, or do I want to take history 101 about the Romans again, or do I want to take like history of wine in the Western world? So I took a lot of my. Uh, just general basic and education in the, the beverage industry, and that's kind of what sparked it. I worked at the local liquor store back in the day, you know, doing the load-ins on uh, Thursday mornings, which is tough for a college kid, if you can imagine, yeah, right. after going out to Western Wednesday. <laughs> and then um, just kind of as I was going along, you know, I was kind of coming towards my end of college and trying to decide what to do, and Coincidentally, one of my good friends I grew up with had already started a distillery, Wild Roots Vodka in Portland. And so I kind of started, you know, working with them and kind of helping them move their products, their fruit infused vodkas and stuff. And then While I was there, I was like, well, shoot, I know how to do everything from the sales to the mixing batches to producing it. I knew the history from actually going to school. And so I started out on my own. So I kind of was trying to look at the state of Oregon. There's basically a distillery everywhere you go, as you mentioned. So um, one of the places that actually didn't have one was one that was kind of close to where a lot of my family lived was Sisters, Oregon. So if, if anyone's ever seen any of our products, you can see we put a lot of Central Oregon and Sisters onto the bottles and then andor like our potato and chipotle. We put the Western motif where it's an old 1800s banknote as we used for the, the actual label itself. But we lo- decided to locate there because, you know, it's got that cool western vibe the 1800s vibe it's got a lot of outdoor activities people come through yearly um or all year round and um it just kind of made it made sense so that's how we kind of built our whole product portfolios around the city and then one of the greatest things about that location is it's got some of the best water in the state you know it comes off those mountains goes through that volcanic red rock filters for quite a I think it's almost 100 years. I've talked to a couple of hydrologists that have discussed the water with me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the same stuff that Earth Two O puts in a bottle of water. And so putting that into our spirits, which really gives it the flavor and taste profile, because when you think of alcohol, you always think of that alcohol taste, but 60% of the bottle is actually water. So you want to make sure that's one of your best ingredients in the product. So that's what we do.
1: Now, when did you first go into business and launch uh, Cascade? What year was it?
2: So we launched our first product. Actually, we're coming up on four years. It was March 15th. We launched North Sister Vodka into the market in 2014.
1: From that day to now, 2019, March, what's the growth like been for your business?
2: It's been a lot. I'll just say that. Um, in the few short years that since we started, um, and this was Portland Business Journal released the top 25 distilleries back for 2017 numbers. And we were the sixth largest distillery wow. in the state. So we, we grew at a very fast pace. And, uh, you know, when people look at our products, it's visually eye catching. And we kind of try to get those price points because you look at a lot of Locally made products and they're a little bit higher price point, but you know We're trying to build that cost-effective craft where it's a quality product at an affordable price point
1: Well, you mentioned products Stick around we're going to taste some of the products we're going to get into them A little bit more in depth right here at locals only you can catch us on thatcast.com download subscribe spotify itunes and uh Also, check out some great podcasts as well. You've got Wake Up and Win, Investing Simplified, ThatCast.com. We're going to come back more with Nick Beasley, Cascade Street Distillery. It's locals only.
3: Are you thinking of traveling abroad and need that extra protection? Maybe you're a loose cannon with a flair for the stupid. If you answered yes to those questions, then the Ryan Lotke Get Out of Jail Free card is here for you. Call 1-800-USA-GOLD and pick up the card for only $69.69. This card allows a one-time release from behind bars. Whether you're in London, Rio, Beijing, or Los Angeles, 60% of the time, the card works all the time. It's what Ryan Lotke uses, and it's what you should use. Whether you're caught relieving yourself at a gas station in Rio or streaking in the quads. This is the card that will save your ass. Operators are standing by now. 1-800-USA-GOLD. That's 1-800-USA-GOLD. Sixty nine sixty nine gets you the card and the master plan which includes hair dye so you can go blonde like Ryan Lotke, a fake passport to roll by customs and one alibi. The first 100 callers through also receive a clean urine sample to avoid DNA detection and 10 free swimming lessons from Michael Phelps. Learn the breast and backstroke so you too can evade police in the waters of foreign countries. Call 1-800-USA-GOLD now to get the Ryan Lotke get-out-of-jail-free card. Operators are standing by. Want to grow
0: your money and avoid pitfalls in financial planning? Check out Chuck Price and Investing Simplified. Find it and other shows on the ThatCast network. ThatCast.com Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcast and videocasts at ThatCast.com. Now, back to chop on everything from bourbon to bicycles on Locals Only.
1: All right, welcome back. Locals Only, the podcast, which you can find on ThatCast.com, iTunes, Spotify. Listen, download, subscribe, rate, and review. And I'm kicking it with Nick Beasley. He is the owner of Cascade Street Distillery and before we get into the vodkas the distilling kind of process are you or were you the main distiller or do you what kind of team do you have working for you that's responsible for these great spirits
2: yeah so initially uh my business partner and i chris joseph we were doing a lot of the batches ourselves we've grown to the point now that we have a whole you know team and bottlers that kind of handle a lot of our stuff so it's kind of that frees us up to actually get out do stuff like this go and do sales because once i'm done with this i'm off to do some sales with young's market and uh So that's, that's, I would say probably in the last year or so, we've kind of taken a step back and kind of passed the baton over to a whole crew. And we, we usually have about 10 to 12 people at our warehouse and sisters making batches, bottling bottles, shipping out. We ship almost every other day, I would say, out of sisters to Portland and our other various markets that we're in.
1: All right. So you've, you brought in five bottles We've got Cascade Potato Vodka, North Sisters Vodka, South Sister Vodka, Broken Top Bourbon Whiskey, and Cascade Chipotle Pepper Flavored Vodka. And I have in my hand, it's the Cascade? Potato. Potato, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to go ahead and sample it.
2: Yeah, so this one is a distilled five times from potato, filtered 100. We use a carbon particulate, so very fine, very clean, uh, charcoal-activated. You'll get vodka front because it's vodka, but what's kind of nice about this product like I was touching on with that water is it very it just dissipates very quickly right. it doesn't really linger giving you that oh God, why did I just take that shot of vodka taste no it,
1: it's it, it is it's surprisingly smooth the finish of it exactly and I, yeah. you know I, I'm sounding all hoity toity when oh, the finish of it it's got a great nose no I'm look I like spirits. I'm more of a cocktail guy Mm -hmm. than a beer guy. Yeah. And I'm assuming you are as well after going into this industry. I
2: would say definitely, yeah, wine and spirits is my realm of... That's
1: kind of where I'm at as well. But, uh, dude, this is great.
2: Well, the best part, like I was touching on cost-effective craft, I mean, that bottle goes... it bases off of quarter. Nineteen ninety five is its regular retail right. price, but it has a sales price of fourteen ninety-five. So for this month, right now it's at fourteen ninety-five. Now,
1: in the Portland area, where can people find your spirits at? Almost every liquor store in the okay. state carries our products. Right, nice.
2: And it's is, also available in half gallons if you want to have a party. Is
1: <laughs> I like your style. Yeah. Is uh is that is it difficult to get your product in a liquor store here in the state? Is you know, it challenging?
2: It's the state of Oregon does a really good job in supporting local craft products you know they will always give uh, local distilleries a trial run and because what they see is they see the value of the local manufacturing economy so we're producing consumable products which has repeat business nine times out of ten and that puts jobs into our manufacturing market which you know always we always want to have that because it's consistent it's usually higher paying jobs and it's not fully service based.
1: Man, dude, that potato vodka is spot on. Thank you. I
2: love it. Thank you, thank you. I'm
1: I'm gonna have to go get me a bottle. That's really good. You know, and, and the wife, she's a big spirits person too, so she she with, drinks every night.
2: Just just think about <laughs> if, if any of you guys have ever been to sisters, you know, we're right. in the area where the water literally bubbles out of the ground, it's That's filtered crazy. through that volcanic rock. And you know, you can look at all these reverse osmosis vapor distilled waters, you know, they'll never have the same flavor profile because they don't have that minerality, you know, filtering through Earth's natural system over hundreds of years like we put in our bottle. We have a well on site, so it's able to get that good quality (sighs) well water. That's,
1: yeah, spot on, dude. That's great stuff. Now, next up is the North Sister Vodka, correct?
2: Correct. So this is kind of one of our more premium vodkas, distilled six times, so one more time than the potato, filtered 100, being corn-based will have a softer, sweeter note to it. You know, definitely one of those kind of fun competitors as a local vodka to compete against the juggernaut of Tito's. So, you know, the small guy versus the big guy. But this is, you know, it comes in gluten free, just like the potato vodka. But being a corn base has a sweeter taste. So really nice in those kind of fun cocktails like a Cosmopolitan, you know, softer, sweeter cocktails.
1: You know, you totally could drink these two vodkas that I've had on the rocks. You know, yeah. maybe throw a lemon or a lime or something in there and just sip away. That's also, I'm, I'm already a big fan. I like it
2: yeah it's it's fun because you know like you can see, you can taste the quality difference yeah. you can taste the product difference and you know when you're in the liquor store a lot of people you know don't ever look at the back of the label to see where the products are actually produced and if you start looking at seeing where they're produced you know you'll see a lot of these places they're not technically known for having good quality water you know down in california you know I, like i just touched on you know tito's being in texas i mean when was the last time you ever heard texas being Never. known for water yeah right <laughs> and That's sixty percent of the product, so that's one of the things you just need to think about when you're starting to look at spirit-based products—is where they're made and you know what kind of quality of the product is going to be coming. You know,
1: it's funny you touch on that because you don't often think about the quality of water. Mm -mm. I've never, until just a moment ago when you were discussing it, I have never once looked at a spirit. And thought about the quality of water and where it was distilled. Yep. I've always thought about, okay, you know, bourbon, vodka, gin, whatever I'm getting, you know, the, the heritage of the, the brand, et cetera, et cetera. But not one time have I ever thought about the quality of water. That's, that is a great tip.
2: Yeah. And you know, like it, you just have to look like what's the alcohol percentage? Well, if it's a 40% vodka, 60% of that's going to be water And are you gonna wanna drink, you know, a California municipal water source? Or are you gonna wanna drink uh, well water out of Central Oregon? Right.
1: (laughs) All right, so next up is the South Sister Gin.
2: Yes, and that's what this guy's beautiful for. It's all hand-picked ingredients. So myself and a couple of other employees will go out in the woods, we'll hand-pick desert juniper, desert sage, and then our key ingredient, which no one's ever used before, and it's in our logo, is the Ponderosa Tree Pine Pot. That's the predominant tree of the region that gives it that flavor which that you can smell. Yep, they get it, that. B-
1: it comes through exactly subtle. Yes, very which subtle. Which is that's key.
2: Yes, one. Well, it's even higher proof too. It's eighty-six point five, so it's got a little bit more octane to it. But it's very light. It's subtle. It drinks well. Um, but what we were trying to encapsulate is that smell of when you drive over the mountains and then you get like, oh, I'm in you know the high desert of central Oregon. It just smells fresh and clean.
1: You know what would be interesting is a is a South Sister Gin martini, and instead of like a, you know, an olive or something in the martini, like just a, a sprig of pine. Yep, yep. That could be, I don't know if you guys do martinis like that, but that would be, that would t- definitely like, Tie it all together.
2: Yeah, I've seen some restaurant accounts will like uh, light a little bit of a sprig of uh, pine tree on fire, so it gets a little smokiness into it. Because obviously we got a lot of forest fires, but um, that's always kind of fun. Uh, my personal favorite is doing like a French seventy-five, okay. which is like a lemon drop wet with gin, and then you top it off with champagne to give it a light bubble. Wow,
1: yeah, that's really good. So um, we got two more. I'm going to take a quick break. We've got the Broken Top Bourbon Whiskey to get to, which I'm stoked about, and the Cascade Chipotle Pepper Flavored Vodka, recipe 17. So we're going to we're going to get to the bottom of that. Coming up again, Nick Beasley, he's the owner of Cascade Street Distillery. He's joining us today on The Locals Only Podcast. Don't go anywhere. You can find us on thatcast.com iTunes, Spotify, rate, review, download, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate it and uh, we'll be back here in a minute with Nick Beasley. Hang out, man.
3: Are you thinking of traveling abroad and need that extra protection? Maybe you're a loose cannon with a flair for the stupid. If you answered yes to those questions, then the Ryan Lotke Get Out of Jail Free Card is here for you. Call 1-800-USA-GOLD and pick up the card for only $69.69. This card allows a one-time release from behind bars. Whether you're in London, Rio, Beijing, or Los Angeles, 60% of the time, the card works all the time. It's what Ryan Lotke uses. And it's what you should use. Whether you're caught relieving yourself at a gas station in Rio or streaking in the quads, this is the card that will save your ass. Operators are standing by now. One eight hundred USA Gold. That's one eight hundred USA Gold. Sixty nine sixty nine gets you the card and the master plan, which includes hair dye so you can go blonde like Ryan Lochte, a fake passport to roll by customs, and one alibi. The first one hundred callers through also receive a clean urine sample to avoid DNA detection and ten free swimming lessons from Michael Phelps. Learn the breast and backstroke so you too can evade police in the waters of foreign countries. Call 1-800-USA-GOLD now to get the Ryan Lotke Get Out of Jail Free Card. Operators are standing by.
0: Anna Kanzano hosts That Expert Show, the show you help run. Hear the top experts on a variety of topics, interviewed by a top journalist. Find That expert Show and other shows on the ThatCast Network. Visit thatcast.com. Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcast and videocasts at thatcast.com. Now, back to chop on everything from bourbon to bicycles on Locals Only.
1: Thanks again for tuning in to Locals Only. Chop hanging out with you. In studio, Nick Beasley, Cascade Street Distillery. Um, And we still have the Broken Top bourbon whiskey to get to, the Cascade Chipotle pepper-flavored vodka as well. But, you know, during the commercial break, we were talking about price points, you know, and making it more readily affordable for everybody, not just the high-end cocktail drinker and spirit connoisseur. Did you find when you were coming up with developing your product, the price point, etc., was it challenging to find talented people um, to help produce the product and keep the price point at a relatively affordable uh, price, or were you able to kind of bring all the worlds together and make it happen? And where it's at right now
2: yeah i definitely say it was challenging you know a lot of creativity kind of went in to get those price points that kind of can you know cost-effective craft as we've touched on um, for example like the potato bottle it took me a while to figure out how to hit the price point because potato typically is a higher price point uh, but being able to kind of do some stuff with volume and of course with the packaging so actually me being a wine connoisseur also I looked at the bottles and finally it just dawned on me I said why don't we just put this in a wine bottle we're in the Pacific Northwest we got wineries galore around here so there's inventory like crazy of just the empty glass so I, it's actually in a like a Chardonnay or rosé yeah. bottle with a screw cap so it's, so it's
1: recycled yeah oh that's awesome that's great
2: so it's kind of you know merging different industries together you know you don't always have to have the the Grey Goose bottle where it's the platinum frosted, you know, high price point custom box. You know, I sometimes I get complaints from different liquor stores or customers like, why don't you have pretty boxes? And it's like, well, I got great products at great price points. Mm. So I'm not going to invest huge amounts of money into beautiful packaging. Cause at the end of the day, you just want to drink good quality product on the inside. I love it,
1: Nick. I love it, man. All right. So, Let's get back to the tasting.
2: So Um, Broken Top Bourbon, this guy is a small batch, so we do four barrels a month of it. Higher corn concentrated whiskey, a little bit of rye for some spicy notes. It is a higher proof, 87.5 proof, but, you know, it's got that pristine water in there, which really kind of brings the beautiful notes out of the oak barrel and the corn and rye blend there. And uh, I think back in June, USA Today picked it for the bourbon of Oregon.
1: Yeah, and I have a note, because I I know that they did a piece on 50 Bourbons, 50 States. Mm-hmm. How did you guys get selected for that?
2: Uh, you know, I we just got picked out of the hundreds of whiskeys in the state. They just contacted us one day, and they said, hey, you know, we just want to let you know we're going to be doing a feature on uh, the 50 States of bourbon, and we've picked you for the state of Oregon.
1: That's great. Did, did you find some traction when that was released? Some yeah, we, we, added we definitely uh,
2: saw a pop in our sales of the bourbon. Um, we're getting to the point now, so every bottle we fill is sold. So Wow. It's great news, um, but you know, sometimes we, we have some shortfalls because obviously it's selling faster than we can produce it, and with bourbon being a straight bourbon whiskey, it's a two-year requirement yeah. in the barrel, so... I can't crack it earlier. Otherwise, you're not going to get the same quality. So we just have to, when we sell it, we sell it. And when we're out, we're out. And that's just kind of the way we've been rolling.
1: Is, I imagine, especially when you're distilling and crafting, something such as bourbon, patience is obviously key. Is it challenging for you and your team to just Hold that patience. Patience
2: is key, and then also there's heartbreak. You know, recently we were going to do a batch uh, in January, and we went to open up one of the barrels, and it was completely empty.
1: What? Oh (laughs) man!
2: You'll have some accidents. You know, there's evaporations. We've all heard the angel's cut or the devil's cut, as Jim Beam is sold. (laughs) But uh, you know, you'll you'll get some faulty barrels, and you know, you don't always catch the leaks, and sometimes over a two year period have heavier evaporation happens and then you get heartbreaks like that when you open it up and you're just like, Oh no.
1: Right, man. That's so in a typical barrel, how many bottles do you get?
2: So there are 53 standard American oak barrels or brand new American oak. So that's kind of the rule. So with a straight bourbon whiskey, it needs to be new American oak charred. We charred a level five is what we get them in at. And, uh, it's a 200 liter or 53 gallons is what the, the, number is on the size and uh typically you'll see a 10 to 25 percent loss off of each each of the barrels okay. over two years so we'll we'll pull out i would say on average anywhere from 40 to 45 gallons okay. uh which produces roughly 22 to 23 cases gotcha all
1: right yeah so that's that was a loss Yeah. That sucks. It
2: it hurts. And, you know, it's kind of sad to watch it, but that's what kind of builds the true quality behind whiskeys and bourbons and ryes and all those different kinds of spirits.
1: So now we have the. Chipotle pepper-flavored vodka recipe 17.
2: So this one was one of the ones I've been wanting to do since day one. I've always wanted to do a pepper-flavored vodka. This one, I put my own twist on it. So I bought a Traeger because, you know, you got to have a Traeger. (laughs) And um, I wanted to smoke peppers because a lot of pepper company or pepper-flavored vodkas, they'll come out, they're over-the-top peppery or they don't have enough heat to them or there's too much heat. And I wanted to build something that was unique that had smokiness behind it. And so we smoke these peppers on a Traeger for about eight hours. So it's a fun work day, if you can imagine. We sprinkle brown sugar onto the peppers to kind of balance the heat to the uh, flavor profile so it's not like ripping your head off and it's not obviously sweet when you tried it, but it, you get the smokiness, the pepper taste up front, the heat that builds on the finish, but it doesn't, it doesn't, you know. Right,
1: overpower it. Yeah.
2: It's a subtle, it's light, it's good flavor and taste profile there. So
1: how long did it take to perfect the flavor? <sighs>
2: It, this this one took me a while because I wanted to make sure it was perfect because I'm a Bloody Mary connoisseur and you got to have a good Bloody Mary so you got to have a good you know vodka right. to complement it and it took me 17 tries hence the 17 okay, all right, recipe 17 now,
1: like when you're developing something like this do you have to make detailed notes so when you hit something you like you have the notes so you don't forget right
2: exactly and you know everyone's like oh you got the greatest job actually. When you do taste testing profile day, I hate those days because you literally come into work, you start drinking at seven 30, eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and you, after you sip, you know, five samples, you have to go walk around or grab some food or something. Cause it starts to hit you. And then, but you have to stay coherent. Obviously it's not like you're at the bar having fun with your buddies. You have to stay coherent, taste the, the flavor profile from the nose to the taste, and then Not unlike with wine, you know, you can spit it out with liquor. You have to taste the aftertaste. So that's kind of key is to make sure you've got that flavor profile. So, you know, on a formulation day, you've got 30 shots of vodka or whiskeys or flavors that you're drinking. You're just like, oh, God, I want to go home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that is really good. I'm a spice guy that I could only imagine it would be amazing in a Bloody Mary.
2: Oh, it's beautiful because you get the smoky profile, you get the heat undertones, you get the pepper flavor in there, and you just can't go wrong, and you can never really screw up anything on a Traeger anyways. So. Right.
1: <laughs> Nick Beasley, he has been... An- Amazing guest, he's the owner of Cascade Street Distillery. Where can people find you on all of the social media tentacles?
2: Yeah, so you can just look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Cascade Street Distillery. Um, and then, of course, we're in Sisters, Oregon, where hmm. our tasting room is. Uh, and then almost every liquor store in the state.
1: What's your website?
2: Uh, www.cascadestreetdistillery.com
1: Now, what's coming up? Can you reveal any... You know, insider news that you can break on locals only.
2: Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've got some uh, new whiskeys coming. Uh, we've got a rye whiskey coming out soon. Nice, so I love rye. So we can uh, we can come back when that comes out. Yeah, I,
1: or I can just come to Sisters or
2: come visit us. <laughs>
1: And uh, have a secret tasting. I love it, man. Well, Nick, thanks for coming down. Greatly appreciated.
2: Of course, yeah. It was fun.
1: All right. There you have it. Nick Beasley, Locals Only. We appreciate you checking us out. Remember, download the podcast, listen, rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, at ThatCast.com. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.
0: Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcasts and videocasts at ThatCast.com.